0: All right. My name's Paul. I've got autism and I make random videos based on my version of autism and pop them up on YouTube just in case anyone wants to watch them. Um Yeah. Not really much to go on this week to be honest in terms of the weekly waffle. Um but then to be honest I did get an email saying telling me all about how I should be filming um and how I should have lights and you know, you should never create a shadow in your videos and things like that. Um, and as much as I enjoy getting the emails, um, you know, I'm all about the constructive criticism. I'm all about hearing what people want, you know, like I say, the weekly waffle, as I've coined it now, The uh, there's a lot of emails coming through saying I actually prefer your waffle to, your, you know, your point that you're trying to make. And it's like, oh, appreciate that. Um, but then trying to think of a, you know, an half an hour segment each week of comedic waffle is gonna be quite tricky. (laughs) So I'm still gonna need to throw topics in there. Um, But I don't mind that. But what I do mind is when people tell me what to do. It's better to be talked to than talked at. Um, So telling me what to do with the video um, don't really work for me. It won't work for you either. Like in a workplace when you're told to do something it doesn't feel as nice as being asked to do something um so yeah the uh i've kind of done this one a little bit on purpose where it's maybe a bit brighter but there's much more chance of shadowing appearing here there and everywhere just to be childish because <laughs> i am um speaking of waffle um obviously i've already started but there is something that caught my attention this week um and If you've watched me before, you know I don't read the news, watch the news, listen to the news. not interested. The world's nuts. It's full of humans. Humans are bonkers. Um, And this kind of summarizes it. So the news I get coming through to my phone, because I've weeded it all out now, I get stuff coming through which is just (laughs) stupid. And uh, this news story that came through, there's a picture of this guy, proper smug, just stood there, arms crossed, like, "Mm, yeah, I know what I'm doing. And it's an Italian artist, and he has sold <laughs> an invisible sculpture, which is brilliant. So he's basically sat there and gone, I need some money, and there's a lot of stupid people out there. What can I do? Oh, I know. I've made this. Now he wants to buy it at 18 well, £12,000, $18,000 went for auction and someone has literally bought nothing, which always backs up my uh, statement that some people have more money than sense. An invisible sculpture. And this guy has basically said, no, no, there is something there, but you've got to use your imagination to see it. No, there isn't. There's nothing there. Sorry for having lack of imagination to just go, I mean, look, I've made one. I held it up a minute ago. I'm holding it up again. I made this sculpture. Who wants to buy it? It's brilliant. It's that good that I would say I'd send it to you, but you've got to use your imagination and it'll arrive. <laughs> How stupid is that? And I've not made that up. Honestly, go on to uh, go, go on to the web and um, just type in Italian artist invisible sculpture, and it's a real news story, and it's hilarious uh but that's people for you the daft is a brush anyway um i don't want to do the waffle because this is a serious topic um and i'm defending myself you know as always so it's june it's pride month um it's you know a representation of everything that i'm not um you know it's like i'm a straight guy i'm a bloke who, who fancies women you know so Uh, it's a representation of everything that I'm not, to be honest. And I'm not bothered, you know, fill your boots, do your own thing. I'm happy for you. Crack on, have a great month. Um, But what I do find sort of on the flip side of that is there is a lot of scope for me to be the bad guy without me meaning to be the bad guy. And I'm all about being a bad guy if I need to be, you know, I'll fight the corner for the ones who don't want to speak. I'm very anti-bully, I can't stand it. I know what it feels like to be bullied, but I'm an older, uglier man now. This face has been punched a thousand times. It doesn't matter if I get a thousand more. But I'll always stick up for the underdog. Um and a lot of the time I am the underdog, so I'll stick up for myself. So we live in a world now where it's different than the world I was born into. So when I was when I was born back in the day, you know, I was an 80s child and There was you know it was a very poverty stricken area we didn't have a; it was lawless we didn't have a police station for 17 years so people just did what the hell they wanted you know the neighborhoods would try to look out for themselves and you would beg borrow and steal from your neighbors um you know and you were always wondering where your next meal was coming from so everything was very plain and obvious there was no time for pretense there was no time for you know trying to just you know, like you get a lot of middle-class problems these days. You hear about them and you're like, get over it. You know, like I was sat somewhere uh, in a restaurant having my meal. Um, it was steak and whatever. And there was some, you know, like a peppercorn sauce with a steak. And because I'd been cutting it, I just licked the knife. Uh, because why not? There's juice on it. I like the juice. And I kind of, just as I was looking around while I was eating, this woman was sort of staring at me like, you know, because I'd licked a knife. Like, could you imagine being that privileged in life that you get offended if someone licks a knife? And I just thought, wow, can tell you've never, ever had a problem in your life if you're bothered I'm licking a knife. I'm just glad I've got food. Um, Yeah, so, you know, growing up as an 80s kid, um, you know, for something I was born and raised with, there was men, there was women, there was... um, gay people, there were straight people, and there was bisexual people, and then there was this gray area of transvestites, you know? And you'll have to forgive my very plain, obvious way of speaking, but that's who I am. Um, and that, and that's exactly what it was. From where I lived in in this area, in Manchester, in England, that's what it was. And no one cared if you were a man, no one cared if you were a woman, no one cared if you were gay, straight, bisexual, transvestite, you just got on with it because we were all so bothered where our next meal was coming from, how we were going to pay our bills you know um it was it was very uh it was very lived day to day and hoping for the best um you know, and even you know like when you used to have i don't know if it still happens but you'd have like the Prue, the man from the Prue, the provident uh, and it was some like company you would borrow money from you know the kids on our estate used to be like the runners for the money so If a place would have gotten money, there would like, Was the guy was leaving the front door to go to another house to get the money back. There'd be a kid at that back door to take that money, run round, give it to the other person. And you had this crazy interweb scheme of, you know, people borrowing, loaning, passing. It was just, and it was all like for the cost of £20 or something, you know, and. It was, it was a crazy place, you know, curtains closed all day, all night, because you didn't want people looking in, seeing what you had. Uh, your house would get robbed if they knew that you weren't home. You know, you had your next door neighbor nipping in, like the back door to turn lights on to, it made it look like you were home. And, you know, it was it was just a crazy, you know, time, to be honest, when you look back at it. But there was no... There was no knowledge, you know, of autism, to be honest, you know. So I'm talking there was nothing about autism. So there was nothing about, you know, the gender pronouns that you hear today. There was nothing about the different um sexualities that there are today. There was none of that when I was a kid, you know. And I'm not saying that it didn't exist. I'm saying there was just none of that where I was, where it ever became prominent. Because like I said, no one cared about your sexuality or your sex because we were so bothered about getting fed. So, you know, we didn't have that freedom for the prejudice. We didn't have the freedom to be prejudiced against people of different uh, races and religions either, you know. So it was all about where's my next meal coming from. So when I hear things today which are very against or very, you know, you have to do this, you have to do that because it's so oppressed. It's crazy for me because I didn't have that. So I don't know that exists. You know, I'm not saying it doesn't, but I'm saying for me, you know, because I I came from that uh, sort of life. And then when I was 18, 19, I went and worked away. um, And I went and worked away on holiday entertainment parks for like a good 10 years of my life. And let's say there was 50 guys there, 50 girls there, you know, 95% of each were, you know, gay. So I went from an area where no one cared to a place where it was the majority, you know, um, so there was. It was like I was the minority when I worked away. If that makes sense. Um, so I've never been around anything where I'm given the freedom to see that it could be negative. Does that does that sound right? Um, and like the guy who cuts my beard, and I, this this would be a bad ad- advertisement for him now because it's a mess. Um, because I'm not looking after it to be honest. Um, I'm not had time. But you know the guy who does this, he's gay. He's got a great name, because his name's Paul. Um, he's sound as a pound. And I he sort of started me off on the quest of understanding what pride was about. Um, you know, not, not pride when you look in the mirror and you're like, proud of you. But you know, the Pride Festival where it allows people from like the LBGT uh, you know, background or whatever to be themselves in public. Um, because I I said to him, so let's let me ask you a question, man. I said, what's the point in pride festivals i said who cares if you're gay said, you know it's 2020 well, it must have been you know, 2021 you know who is bothered anymore are you just doing this now because you want some parties <laughs> what's the point point? and he laughed and he said the point is not everyone thinks like you he's like you're not bothered but there's a lot of people who still are. There's still a lot of gay bashers out there. You know, you could walk the street, hold hands with your partner, smack them on the backside, give them a kiss. Said I can't do that as freely as you can do that. So for things like Pride, you know, it's kind of like I can do that in public. I can be around people where it's acceptable. It's fine. It's not a problem. So that's kind of what it's about, is that we are afforded the same the same grace as you are. And that made a lot of sense. Because, yeah, I, I, it's not that I'm fighting the corner to go, yeah, you know, if you want to be gay, be gay. If you want to identify differently, you do that. I'm not fighting the corner because I'm so not connected to it that I have zero fight for negative or positive. It just is what it is. So I understood what he was on about because I don't have any interest. You know, I know what side my bread's buttered on. I'm all right. You know, if a gay guy came up to me and goes, hey, fancy you. Do you fancy going out sometime for a drink? I'd be like, nah, not gay, but cheers anyway. And that'd be my response because I'm not gay, but it also doesn't offend me. I'd be like, oh, wow, why can't women find me attractive? (laughs) You know, so I'm, I'm not bothered at all and the reason i'm sort of talking like that is because there was something on instagram and i know i'm always banging on about how toxic that place is you know this i even put something up uh yesterday i had done i've done a video on diets i'm sorry if i keep rubbing my eyes i uh i've not washed my face this morning which sounds a bit gross um and i can feel asleep <laughs> irritating my eyes um i've not been up long so let me off um what was i saying uh hairdresser Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. So uh I, I that was it. So I um this guy had I'd done my video on diets and then one of the more famous autistic people out there had refreshed a diet page on their Instagram. So I just wrote, you know, you've gone far <laughs> you have gone into depth with this, mate, talking about gluten and all that. I'm just talking about whatever in my video. And he's deleted me comment because I've made a reference that I do videos too. That's a bit turd in it. Get over yourself. Um Yeah, so uh, Instagram. Yeah, so there was uh, this post. It had like nine pictures in there, and it was these. And this is where the old school me is talking, so I'm doing it on purpose, all right? So just bear with me. So there was these two lesbians who had put up these nine pictures talking about autism and sexuality, how they're both so strongly linked that if you're a friend to autism, you've no choice but to be a friend to the LBGT community. Um, and I know there's more letters in that now. Um, I just don't know what they are. I'd, I'd like it if they had a name because it keeps changing or and a letter gets added. And I, I will get it wrong. But that's kind of the point of what I want to get at in the end. Um, yeah, but obviously in today's society, and if you read these nine slides, neither of them identified as women and therefore they were not lesbians. You know? And... I wasn't bothered, you know, I'm not interested. It's do what you want to do so long as you're happy. Absolutely spot on. It's just not, It just does not come up on my radar of things to get concerned or stressed about. Um, but it was the first part that that intrigued me. The fact that it was, if you're a friend to autism, you have to be a friend to the LBGT community as well. And a bit like, you know, the shadows on the video, you know. Someone telling me what I have to do. I don't like it. I hate being told what to do. I like being asked. So even in that simplistic post that was put up, it's kind of like they're running the narrative. They're trying to force you down a path that you have to agree with. But I've already told you I don't agree and I don't disagree. I'm so on the level of limbo with where my interest needs to go. You're talking about your sexuality, your gender pronouns. I'm thinking of a sandwich, you know, because if you, if you if you, came up to me, if you don't identify as male or female and you're not a he or a she and you walk up to me in a workplace or in the street, wherever, and you go, Paul, I identify as they and them and I am pansexual. I'll go, all right, do you want to get that sandwich? <laughs> Because it's how you identify doesn't affect me. I want you to be happy. The world is full of negativity and sulky people, so be happy. So your sexuality and your gender identification shouldn't have an impact on everyone else in the world. I find that insane. You know, like you look now, Pride, Pride Month, you know, and they say, oh, Paul, you can't say that. But you look at all these companies out there that have changed their Twitter profiles and put pride flags behind their symbols. Have a look a lot, a lot of the Arab countries, they haven't done it, you know, and I wonder why that is. Has anyone ever read any scriptures? Anyone? You know, I'm not having a go, but I'm just saying, don't pick on me because I'm not, you know, battling a corner when, you know, there's a huge section of the world who probably want to throw you off a building for not batting for another team, you know, and I'm, I'm just some dude who's not interested in what side you butter your bread. So don't have a go at me. Take the fight where it's needed. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not really... I, I don't get the what, the reason why I've got to be invested in what you choose to be. So, yeah, I have autism. Yes, I'm kind of interested in autism a little bit because I'm always, you know, like... Um, someone told me that I'm a video thinker and I've remembered that ever since because that makes perfect sense. I just know the headline of what I want to talk about and I let me mouth through the rest and hope for the best by the end of it. Um, you know, so I pick things up off the person and not the people because the person is smart and people are stupid. That's why riots happen. One person doesn't riot, you know, people riot and that's what makes them stupid. Um, so I'm just quite confused. Like I say, if I, I, I am a friend to autism. I'm fighting the corner of the people who can't comment. I'm fighting the corner of the people who can't do videos through fear, through anxiety, through stress, but we sit on the same sort of level. And I just felt someone from our corner of um, autism needed to have a voice. So that's why I ended up doing the videos and. I'll record 20 videos of the same topic and maybe upload because I end up deleting the rest. I'll take up an entire six hours to get an half an hour video up. You know, it's uh, it's hard to do when you're someone like me. So what's hard is to then dip into other people's version of autism, the people who do have a loud voice, the people who will go out and pick it on the streets and Fight for what they believe in and make a thousand videos and be on every single bit of social media, you know, and create groups and have people basically like I get on Instagram. If I put up a different thought process, I get dived on and beaten up and attacked in a very social media, you know, kind of way. So I am a friend to autism, kind of. But, and then I'm just very, it's like I'm a friend of a friend to, you know, the LBGT community. I'm, I just want people happy. If you need to identify a different way, if there's something which streamlines, streamlines your belief a bit more, the way you know you are, and there is a word out there, there is a label out there, there is something which pinpoints you, great, happy for you, hope it all works out. Um, but what sort of concerns me a little bit is for people like me, You know, I'm happy for you that you've got these gender pronouns that you feel more comfortable with. I'm happy that you can identify as non-binary. I don't know what that means, but crack on with it, you know, because it doesn't make a difference. I might not be the guy that I was told I was when I was a kid. I might not be a, what is it, heterosexual male who is attracted to females there might now be a, another way of describing that apparently star signs moved and i'm no longer a taurian i don't know whatever they're just stars it does not don't change the way i you know i, I think <laughs> but there might be a, a more specific way to identify me you know because i'm a I'm, i was considered a heterosexual male attracted to females um, I know if blokes are attractive, I can tell the difference, but I don't want to jump the bones, you know. Um, but when it comes to things like sex, I'm not bothered. I've had it; it's all right. It's not, you know. I'm not going to write a book about it. I can do without it. I'm happy with a cup of tea and some biscuits, you know. And people will go, "Oh, you've just not done it right then, or you've just not done it with the right person." No, I have. Well, I've done it a few times. It just is the same thing, just with a different person who moves a bit more. <laughs> so it's just not groundbreaking that I, you know, crash a bus for. It's uh, it just is what it is. If I didn't have it from today till the day I die, whatever, I'm fine. Um, so maybe I fit into another category. And if there's someone watching who fits into a different category and who's very knowledgeable of all this, email me. We'll have a chat. You know, and let's see if we can find where I sit these days. I'm I'm very open to talking about anything. But what I'm not open for is to be attacked because I don't fit, because I don't conform, because I'm not beating the drum for something that's got now to do with me, you know? And I know they said it about Black Lives Matter. It's like it's not enough to not be racist. You've now got to go out and be anti-racist. but. I'm an insular, loner, recluse, and the idea of people petrifies me, so I'm not going to start going out and, you know, joining picket lines. I don't even attend family events, so I'm not going to go and join masses in the middle of a town centre to chant with with a billboard. You're talking to the wrong guy. I can't do that because of my autism, you know, so it's not enough that I'm not you know, that I, I'm just not interested or bothered about what you do. I just want you to be happy. I'll still be your friend, whatever you, you decide to do. But it's because I'm not fighting the corner, you know? And I don't want to get attacked for that. I don't think that's fair. Um, and there's, there's obviously the scope for it. And don't get me wrong. If I was in a workplace, you know, the stereotypical cooler, water cooler scenario, and you walk over and you're getting a drink, and there's a couple of people talking, and let's say someone had gone through a transition from male to female or the other way around, whatever it might be. And they said something derogatory. Regardless of situation, regardless of scenario, when people bitch behind other people's backs and I get wind of it, I step up and I always say the same thing. Have you said that to them? And if they go, no, I say, well, go and do that. (laughs) Because I'm I'm a big believer in a couple of things. One of them is if you can't say you're doing it, you shouldn't be doing it, and if you wouldn't like it done to you, don't do it yourself. You know. So if you can't, if you're, if you can't say you're saying something bad to the person, then shut up, keep your mouth shut. It's just bitching otherwise, and that gets nothing nowhere. But I get concerned over people like me. You know, I'm an older guy. Um, I don't read, listen, watch the news apart from silly people buying invisible sculptures. So I don't know what goes on. I know the LBGT community now has additional letters in there. I, I couldn't even tell you what LGBT stands for. I know there's, well, I'm not even gonna guess cause that could upset people, but I now know there's other letters. I know there's an I there, there's an A there. Uh, I think there's a plus sign there, but you go on different websites and they all identify with it differently. So it's not like it's um, the same name everywhere you go. And I would like if it, instead of just rearranging letters of the alphabet and keep adding letters on, just come up with a name, you know? pride <laughs> there's something there that's already cool um yeah so i just fear that one day i'm going to trip up and i might be in a workplace uh especially a workplace and i might use the wrong gender pronoun you know um and i don't want to get sacked or disciplined for getting something wrong that i didn't really have control over um i just hope you know like if i was referred to as she or it or <laughs> they or whatever I'm not bothered, you know, but but then I haven't fought to get myself recognized either, you know? So I could see how that'd be a a bit of a kick down, but you hear stories of teachers getting sacked because they used the wrong gender pronoun on someone. And I just think that's a bit wrong. You know, they're a teacher. They put time and effort into education. And the whole point of education is to teach, you know, the next generation who comes along. And I think if they're fearful of saying the wrong gender pronoun, if you decide to identify differently, you know, from one week to the next, and that might be how you feel and might be what you want to do, but I don't think you should then pursue getting a teacher sacked because they just got it wrong because they just, for that split second, were focusing on the curriculum rather than how people want to be addressed. And personally, I'm, I'm scared of it. I'm scared of the idea that I'm going to, Get told off, tripped up, sitting a disciplinary because I did something where I had no ill feeling and no ill intention towards it. And what that'll do is it will give me ill feeling and ill, you know, intention towards it because I'll be like, I've done nothing wrong. I didn't mean anything to happen. I didn't want this to happen. I had, I just want everyone to be happy, healthy, and leave me alone. I didn't want this to happen. You know, and it's like, you know, they've they've just pushed it too far. So the next time someone wants a bit of assistance in that area, I'll be like, nah, because I got stung by it. And that's the wrong way to think, I know. But I don't want to end up in those situations, in all honesty. I just So my personal way of dealing with it now is I do not use gender pronouns. I just speak differently. So whenever I'm talking about someone, even if I'm talking to whoever, I always just use the person's name. And it makes the sentences sound a bit weirder, but it keeps me on the straight and narrow and doesn't land me in any pitfalls or anything like that um so you know it's all well and good identifying with however you want crack on i wish you nothing but good health you know um but don't try to force people like me who can barely even speak to one other human being one to one to fight corners and say that you know just because i'm not this av- you know, avid person of uh, trying to really support your agenda for what you need, just because I'm not strongly fighting it, it doesn't mean I'm against you. Some people can live in the very neutral camp, you know, and that's where I live. I'm neutral for nearly everything because I don't want to get bogged down where my attitude and my well-being is affected by things that are 100% out of my control and have 100% got nothing to do with me. You know, just have a good pride month. Have a great time. I hope you get the equality you're after, but I can't help you. (laughs) I'll just always, if someone speaks ill of someone, whichever background, you know, whether it's race, age, religion, sexual orientation, gender reassignment, whatever, I'll always do what I've always done. I'll just tell the person, have you said that to the face? And when they go, no, they will go and do it or shut up. because. That's how it should be. There's too much bitching, too much backstabbing, too much pretense, rather than sitting down, talking with a person and getting some understanding. And like I said, I don't understand, but I also don't know anyone I can sit down with and go, tell me about yourself. Why do you need to identify as them, they? Why are you pansexual? Why are you, you know? But I'm more than happy to, you know? And if there's someone who identifies very differently than my You know, 80s, stereotypical man, woman, gay, straight, bisexual, transvestite, which was the 80s knowledge of everything. We had a window cleaner called Kinky Keith. who used to dress as a woman to clean windows. No one cared because we were all hungry, you know. But like I say, get in touch. My email is always in the uh, description of the videos. Um, Just let's have a chat, you know. Teach me because I want to be taught by a person and not persons. Uh, Because the person is smart and people are stupid. Um, So more than happy to have a listen. But I also want to fight for my corner as well. I don't want to get in trouble or be wrong for something I'm not, I've not got any ill feeling towards. But have a happy pride. Enjoy the month. Do your thing. Snog your partner in the streets. Smack backsides. Have a great time. Do your thing. Um, And I wish you all the best. Until next time, keep smiling.